coming up in this episode of the Tentality Podcast. Talking about murders, unsolved murder, unsolved mystery, some spooky ghost stories which may or may not be true. That's for you to decide. Very spooky. This best bosh, what would Daniel Lungs? That's what I actually found when I was reading a lot of these stories, all right? You could just get killed. <laughs> it's worth noting that two of the women who died by suicide apparently jumped while their husbands were asleep in the room. He began his spree in 1972 and it's believed he killed at least 71 patients while working at his first practice. Fuck me. You've got to be fucked, fucked in the head. In the head, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back a very special, very spooky Halloween edition of the Tentality Podcast. Today, we're talking all things spooky, all things scary, all things horrible. We're talking about murders. We're talking about unsolved mysteries. We're talking spooky little stories on the internet. Isn't that right, Chris? Very spooky. Yeah, that's right, mate. Very spooky indeed. This today is Halloween, October 31st. Or is it? Because we're recording in the future. <laughs> what? Anyway, um, so we're going to be doing a nice Halloween special uh, to give you uh, give you guys a bit of a fright, you know, a bit, a little bit to th- think about as well. Um, yeah. And hopefully something that you might enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, we hope you've all been well. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's get into it on this spooky oh, sorry, occasion. Sorry, hold on, George, mate. Before we begin, sorry. before we get sorry. into it. Let's uh, do a couple, uh, a couple of questions. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> no. There you go. They don't exist. <laughs> do you? Uh, probably not. No, I wouldn't say. Okay. Unless uh, you know, I saw, saw yeah, one in the flesh. The thing, yeah. I don't believe in ghosts, but you know, if I think uh, I'm quite easily scared. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a pussy, but uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> That's part of the tentality, mate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If I got to overcome it, all right, Chris. Are you easily scared? Um, I wouldn't say so. I, I don't know. Like when you say easily scared, like like I don't know. Like, do you get very scared watching horror movies or listening uh, to something spooky? I can normally um tell when like the jump scare is about to happen or like oh, you know yeah, if, yeah, yeah. even then like if it doesn't and they do a jump scare like five seconds later like you know they try and bait you out like oh jump scare and then now they're like boom there's another one yeah yeah um it's very then, like, yeah i'm kind of like prepared for it so i'm like oh yeah okay cool yeah yeah exactly most horror movies nowadays it's funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not really scary anymore so Cause, i mean go, if Chris. you're gonna say like easy scared like someone was chasing after you with a knife I, I think everyone was scared at that point. I think so, mate. Yeah, I'll let you off that one. That's <laughs> oh hell. That's hell. I yeah. think, yeah. Oh, God. No, I don't know. Like, do you get scared walking home alone on your own? Um, to be honest, like, it depends, really. I play it safe anyway, so... Enough, I don't think... Um, I've got much chance of getting scared, but I reckon, yeah, if I went down some like dark alleyways, I wouldn't be a, you know, I wouldn't be my happy self. I'd be like yeah. tense on edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially at night. Mm. Hands on keys. 
Just in case, you know. Or inside the knuckles, you know, all that yeah. sort of reason, yeah, yeah. Keys and knuckles, mate, that's what it means. Right, let's get straight into it, Chris. Mm. Like I said, we're talking about murders, unsolved murder, unsolved mystery, some spooky ghost stories which may or may not be true. That's for you to decide. Mm. So let's get into it. Who wants to go first, Chris? Um, so, I mean, I can read some, like, uh, scary stories that I've got Gone. here, or... Um, yeah, if you want to start off. Well, I'll begin. I'll begin with it. All right. Go on, mate. Go on. Go on. I'm ready. So this is cool. Wait, just to, just to quickly, I, I haven't heard this story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't. So, I don't know what Georgie's got planned either, so right, hopefully we, we might both get a bit scared. <laughs> oh. Here we go. Right. This one's called Mum's Scary Boyfriend. Okay. Mm, right. About five years ago, my mum started dating a guy she met on a dating site. That part is fine. I'd recently started dating the woman who had later become my wife and never, and we had met online. I'll just refer to her as my wife for this story. Right. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to work out why, why I was... Okay. Anyway, uh, okay, I've yeah. also not proofread these, so um, give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Makes it fun, I <laughs> My wife and I never really liked this guy. We didn't think he was mean or anything like that. Just a little creepy. He was quiet, he kept his eyes closed a lot, and occasionally said odd things like offering my wife a chocolate and then popping one in his mouth. (laughs) Cheeky bastard. Closing (laughs) his eyes and moaning as he let it melt in his mouth. Right, now that's just a bit dodgy, isn't it? That's just a bit weird, isn't it? You're an advert. You're (laughs) having a fucking Cadbury's advert, mate. Mm, Delicious. (laughs) Alright, so uh, we'll continue. One time my wife and I were visiting my mum, but she got called into work, so we waited at her at her house. Her boyfriend was over, but he spent the entire several hours just hanging out in her bedroom with the door closed. It's a bit dodgy. Um, just before Christmas, my mum and this guy started having some difficulties. My wife and I were visiting her for the holidays, and she dropped all of her problems on us, and we listened carefully and told her our opinions and suggested that she would be better off without him. She already had her mind made up, though, and decided to break up with him on Christmas Eve. That's a bit... <laughs> bit harsh, that is. Yeah, I mean, for a guy, man. Christmas Eve, just for Christmas, <laughs> you know. No wonder. Okay, he gosh. wanted some fucking Christmas presents. Certainly not. Come on. She would, to be honest as well, she would have already bought them for him. You know, you don't just buy yeah. your presents on Christmas Eve, so that that's a waste true. of her money, yeah. that is. Very, yeah. Yeah. Very Idiot. stupid. Yeah. We spent the night at my mum's and got up early on Christmas morning to visit my dad at his house. We didn't plan to spend the night uh, at my dad's, but we got snowed in, which was actually a nice Christmas surprise. The next day, we left as soon as we could. Uh, As soon as we could get through the snow, and my wife suggested that we stop by my mum's house on the way so that we could see if she was okay. My wife just had a really bad feeling about my mum's now ex-boyfriend. My mum's car was in the driveway, but that doesn't mean much because she lives close enough to work that she often uh, walks and it hadn't showed or snowed in her town. She also never locks her door, which drives me crazy, so we let ourselves... That's fucking stupid. No, that no, is no, stupid. That's stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> no matter where you live, that is stupid. <laughs> that's when we see blood oozing out of the refrigerator's water dispenser. <sighs> right, okay. I've, okay. Uh, it has filled up... It had filled up the spill container and was leaking onto the floor and had made a puddle. 
My wife screamed and I freaked out. I fully expected to see my mum's head in the freezer. I nervously opened the freezer to find a bag of frozen cherries that had been opened, crammed into the freezer so that all, so that it fell into the ice dispenser and melted. I thought my mum was decapitated by a crazy ex-boyfriend. That was oh. shit. Is that the story? <laughs> that was, oh, Jesus. It started off on a real low one, then. It's all right. <laughs> so is that a tree? I guess that's a tree one, then. Yeah. Are these all tree ones? All right. I, think, well, yeah. uh, I mean... We don't know. Yeah. <sighs> what a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one of the best. But... Like, stupid <laughs> people in there. Leaving their doors open. That is just retarded. Sorry. Secondly. Like yeah. <laughs> we, can we say that? It's not really PG. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, and then a bag of frozen cherries. Like, so what? You just slam that in the freezer. Bush, yeah. bush, bush. It and then you fit, have it up. Jesus. Oh, come on, people. Think. All right, Jules. Let's hope you've got um. Right. This one. Right. What do you want to hear? I've got stuff about some serial killers. Or do you want one of the stories I found? Um, let's go with serial killers. Right. I picked a couple. What? Some people find serial killers scary. What I find scarier is serial killers that haven't been caught yet. <laughs> Here's one called The Smiley Face Killers. Oh, all right. 45 college-aged males across a 20-year span all drowned after getting intoxicated. However, the kicker is that these drownings happened in 11 different states. Despite the distance between them, some detectives think the drownings are actually the work of a serial killer or group of serial killers. This is dubbed the smiley face murder theory. Allegedly, detective cla- detectives claim that smiley faces have been found near the sites where at least 12 of the men have drowned. It's believed these men have abducted murdered and then disposed of in bodies of water to give the impression of accidental drowning. It's a stretch to connect the murders, but they do have a few things in common. Firstly, date rape drugs are found in the systems of some of the victims, enough to render them completely unconscious. The victim profile is very similar in every case, male, white, athletic, successful and popular. Hmm. Lastly is the condition of the bodies. One victim has been missing for 40 days, but the deterioration of his corpse was nowhere near consistent with someone who had been in the water for six weeks. This is the same case for multiple other victims. So that's that's pretty creepy if you're a college-age student in America. Yeah, could get murdered, mate. I could get murdered out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, you just live in a normal life. You you think you're doing well. You're athletic. You're successful, as you say. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, bish bash bosh. What were dang your lungs? That's what I actually found like, when I was reading a lot of your stories. Like, you could just get killed. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> yeah, I mean... You, no, I'm not, it's you, not something I'm going to go about worrying about. It's just like, it could just happen. No, yeah, it's true. Like, you, every, like, today could be a last. Like, Honestly, yeah. It's not something you, you sort of look um, ahead to think about. Like, oh, yeah, you know, today could be my last day. You know, I'm just going to... I don't know what I'm saying. No, like you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna no, be yeah, like yeah. Um, worrying about it because it's the likelihood of it is so unlikely. But at the same time, people die every day. You know, loads Literally, of people. Yeah. 
and so you don't know if that could be you or not. Scary about that. Mm. Very. Yeah, it's spooky, mate. Especially the smiley faces, mate. It wasn't the best one. It wasn't the best one. We're just getting started. We're getting going. We're getting going. I was going to say that um, that reminds me of a sort of Zodiac killer. Yes, Chris. Go on, tell Have me. You, uh, You're an expert. <laughs> no, I mean, I've only watched the movie, um, but <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'll call myself an expert, mate. I, I could on, have mate, solved the on. case quite easily, you know. Um, <laughs> come on, mate. What happened? Come on. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, so I'm just going to explain the plot of the, of the movie, so... Uh, whether that's like completely accurate I don't know but um, yeah so there's this guy uh, called the Zodiac Killer and um, he does uh, some murders and he wants them to be uh, famous so he creates a a code that he then sends to news articles and stuff and um, he then and also police stations but he then sort of tries to get them to break it but like uh, apparently these two historians history teachers like solve it they're like a married couple and um yeah so they then solve it and you think they get closer to the the um the killer but he then does more case uh, more kills and like murders um throughout the years so this is a very long process like a 30 year uh, case and um yeah so while he's doing these different murders he's then also doing uh, some more codes, sending them to um, news outlets and um, they kind of slowly grasp on who it is but the main person that's able to work this out is a uh, cartographer, I think, no. Uh, I think it is, that's like handwriting, yeah. Yeah, well yeah, so he um, works out a load of the different details from the cases because he's like just sort of reads about them and then it sticks in his mind and stuff. Um, but the, they think they found him. They then go in, in t- um, to question this person who they think could be the killer. Um, firstly, he's wearing a watch that says Zodiac. I mean, this could be emphasized by the film, but <laughs> it probably is at the same time. But, you know, you think if you're watching it, that's definitely him. No, no, no that, that's just him. Yeah. I don't know how true the movie is to the real life. Yeah, probably not, but I'm going to yeah. go and say that it is 100% accurate. Um, yeah, yeah. Zodiac's pretty much famous for never being caught, really. Mm. Yeah, and obviously, he wasn't, was he caught in that movie? Uh, yes, they did um, catch him after, well, 30 years from his first murder. So, right. And then, well, when he went in to go for his case, the day before he died of a heart attack, so <laughs> a bit dodgy, that. Got mate, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie the whole way, so the life is maybe they maybe they have caught him in real life. Yeah, I mean, well, it's meant to be multiple people that helped do it because that's why one of the big reasons they didn't um, say it was this guy fifteen years ago because oh, right, the handwriting okay. didn't match. Mm. So something a bit dodgy going on there. Yeah, I mean, if you. If you tried to get away with murder nowadays, uh, you'd be pretty much done. Yeah, that yeah, it must be so hard right now to get away with like. <laughs> not you know thinking I mean? about it. No, I'm not thinking. Like you know what I mean? Like all CCTV and mm. technology that we have, no chance. It's weird. Yeah, I mean you're always being it's watched. Good old yeah. brother, I mate, is watching you. Big brother, mate. Yeah, that's scary. That's more scary than any of the stories I'm going to read you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's watching us right, right now, mate. He's listening to us. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do you um going to be and watch? Do you have like a um a posting note or anything like on any sort of webcams that you have or any like covers that go over them? Luckily, I don't have a webcam on my computer. This one, mm. so I don't. But maybe I should do it on my phone. <laughs> no, I mean you probably. I mean that's always going to be like you might yeah, yeah. the selfie one, but no, I just mean yeah. That's no, I don't. Do you? Well, I've got um, I just get them for free um, from where I work, so <laughs> I Fair just enough. put them on. Fair enough. You never know when it could uh, it could stop. Yeah, I mean exactly. You don't know. If someone's watching you behind that, mm. and it's actually surprisingly easy to hack into someone's desktop and yeah. um, then just monitor their camera. Oh yeah, mate. scary. That is mm. horrible. That is really how little control we have over our privacy. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I'm sorry, I'm, I know we're deviating from the track. No, go um, on. But these uh, t- two elderly couple, uh, they were being phoned by like sort of phishing attacks. These people were socially mm. engineering them, saying that we're your bank. And um, this old woman was, she wasn't key, like she didn't believe it too much at first. And then she mm. was like, okay, well, you know, what, why is why is this happening? You know, like I don't, normally get phone calls um they're like oh no it's just you know we believe that your account's been hacked and stuff so we need you to give us your details or something like that and then she was about to phone um her bank and these people had hacked into her uh, computer and seen her through the webcam that she was actually phoning uh, the bank and then they then used that to socially engineer her more and say we've just seen you try to phone us on our system uh, why are you trying to do that? And then she believed it. Bloody hell. So, I mean, it's that a is... very dodgy world. Bloody hell. I didn't know... Oh, Jesus Christ. That is really scary, that is, to me. Yeah. yeah I mean, literally. Oh, my God. Because if she had held on the line... Because um, she was... She did actually phone the the, uh, the bank, like, actually yeah. probably get through to them. But if she held the line for, like, another couple seconds... And didn't listen to that person, she wouldn't have lost like thousands of pounds through her pension and stuff. Jesus Christ! Yeah, bloody hell, mate. You got to be like like pure psychopath, really, to do that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, just it's easy money, isn't it? I know, but you still like. Yeah, I mean, it's taking... no matter how easy it is, mm. I wouldn't find that very horrible. Yeah, no, you're just taken from the, uh, from the week. From the week. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. both it's, physically no, and mentally. Yeah. No, it's very true, yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm actually, not mentally, I mean, she did get played. Like, I would have fell for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I probably would as well. Like, it's, it is very believable. And that's what's vulnerable. Do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the vulnerable. vulnerable. <laughs> the week. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you got better way of words. Oh, I hit that. I do, <laughs> How dare you? How bloody dare you? Alright. Can't mate, let's get back on track. Exactly. Right. Have you got another story, mate, or is it me? Uh I could do another one. Or oh, I've Go just on, done mate. a couple. I'll uh, give it to you, mate. Joey's oh, okay. Right. This is a story. All, All about, about how sorry. Did you do that as well? Right, okay. yeah. This one <laughs> I got off the internet. So I don't know how true it is. Alright, okay. Title is serious. I don't know what I saw. Oh, I know. Boom boom. 
So this story is from a few years ago, but me and my mother re re remember every single detail of what happens. But I'd like some advice. Oh. Okay. Are you ready, Chris, to give you advice? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm almost 100% sure I saw a skinwalker, but the location doesn't add up. <laughs> First of all, what's a skinwalker? Yeah, I was going to say, like, is that like a, a new Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, like a shapeshifter. I'm just typing it in now. Go um, on, go on. Skinwalkers. It's um, <laughs> just got multiple movies here. A mother and her 12 year old son become the victim mm. of two groups of werewolves. No, okay. Huh? Oh, they're, they're basically just werewolves, I think. Right, okay, okay, cool. So mm. when, I was, when I was in about 7th or 8th grade, me and my mum were driving home from a therapy approach of mine. No, nothing for schizoid, just depression and such. It was winter and a full moon because I remember the snow going under the moon. Mm. It was only six, but really dark out there because you know it's in the middle of winter. So we're going about 55 miles per hour. And this thing crosses and stops in front of us. Oh, God. The only way I can describe it is if you combine a deer, a dog and a human. It stood about as tall as our windshield. It had the legs of what I can describe as a deer. Its back was hunched over and walking on all fours. It had the head of a dog, but its eyes were white and it didn't have a tail. The freakish thing, the freakish thing about this creature was its skin. It wasn't a canine with mang. Sorry, <laughs> mangy. M a n g e, mangy. Is that how you say it? Sorry. Yeah, I think it's okay, sorry. It wasn't a canine with mangy or anything. It actual human wait, no, skin. Wait, so it just says with mang. That's all it says. So um, that's why I was a bit confused. Maybe, uh, maybe what? Not. Okay, <laughs> that's the same. Uh, maybe. Oh yeah, it's kind of like you know, a okay. dog this size. Okay. Yeah, it's mangy in poor condition. It wasn't a canine with mangy skin or anything. It had actual human skin <laughs> all the way down its legs. Legs too long to be dog's legs. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> this isn't written the best. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't she say, like, it was dark and stuff, and, like, you know, her vision's yeah. obviously... It's not great. So how's she yeah. working out that it's, it's human skin? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm I not going to lie. You cannot get tell. get we can talk about it. Yeah. It's long, so dogs too, uh, legs too long to be dog legs. <laughs> of rotting meat. And How some parts got... of the flesh was broke open, like, if you'd scrape your knee. It was pale white, and you could see its veins. And this thing was fast. Like, it stood there and just ran across the road in the blink of an eye. Me and my mom <laughs> had to pull over to calm down. Wait, let me finish. Yeah. Calm down. We both saw it. This sighting was in southeastern Ohio between Galapolis and Athens. I haven't seen the creature since, but it still haunts me to this day. And on that highway, I'm scared to see it again. Can, tell me, can anyone tell me what I saw? Thank you in advance. <laughs> No, no, George, that's not true. That's George. not true. So, this person saw something in the blink of an eye and was able to work out that it had human skin, its legs <laughs> were like longer than dogs, it looked like a deer at one point. <laughs> the like, back arm was a deer. It, and it moved dog the heads. No. No, yeah, no. And, and the worst thing is they can smell it. Yeah, no, 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 no. and that. <laughs> no, you can't. 
Honestly, that one, that was disappointing. That was... <laughs> we've, had, we've had some real stinkers here, mate. It's all right. We'll get, hopefully, hopefully you got something good, mate. All right, I go got off. um, I got a, a real one. Go. A oh. Hotel Cecile <laughs> in Los Angeles. Mm. More cursed than haunted. Downtown Los Angeles Cecile got such a bad rap that it actually changed its name to stay to stay on Main. Oh my god! I don't get that. Um, it's Main Street, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Is it I don't know. I thought that was in that in New York, Main Street. Don't. Don't know. That it's not not what they say. Main streets are. Oh, just like, oh okay. I thought that was. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, you know it's America, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. If you are a true crime and paranormal superfan, you've likely already heard That's me. Where to begin? So many bad things have happened here. There's literally an entire Wikipedia page dedicated to its violent history. The first recorded death by suicide is in 1931, followed by a long string of similar deaths in 1932, 34, 37, 38, 39 and 40. At some point in the 30s, one man was pinned to the exterior wall by a truck. A woman murdered her newborn in the building in 1944. You fucking weirdo. Um... (coughs) And the pattern of suicides continued into the 60s. In 1962, a woman jumped from the ninth floor window and landed on a pedestrian, killing them both. <laughs> oh, oh poor mate, come on. That is. Come on. That's, un- that's unlucky, that is. My guy's just walking to work, you know, like, he does not expect nothing. Bish bash bosh, 60 kgs on his head. And then, <laughs> and then some, because of momentum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Fuck God. It. Poor guy, man. <laughs> Jesus it's worth noting that two of the women who died by suicide apparently jumped while their husbands were asleep in the room oh come on guys come that on is... <laughs> right. okay go okay. in 1964 tenant Goldie Osgood was brutally murdered a crime which has remained unsolved next in the 80s the infamous serial kill Richard Ramirez the night oh, stalker yeah stayed at the hotel, and in the 1990s, Austrian serial killer Jack Utuwedge lived there. (laughs) Other weird things kept happening, but the weirdest is definitely the disappearance and death of 21-year-old traveller Eliza Lamb. A few weeks after Lamb went missing, her body was discovered in the rooftop water tank after visitors and tenants complained about a funky taste. They later f- that's, oh Jesus that is, I have heard about that yeah <laughs> they later found odd footage of her in the elevator from the night of the of her disappearance it's difficult to make out what she's doing it looks like she's either playing hide and seek with someone outside the elevator or she's frightened and attempting to hide from someone but the doors won't seem to shut authorities ruled her death or ruled the death accidentally drowning but because you need a key to access the roof Many suspects foul play. Or many suspect, my bad. <laughs> That's, mate, that place is fucked. Why is there some of you committing suicide? Mate, yeah, literally. Like, it did, Is it because like, one bloke did it and then everyone else was like, well, that might be the suicide place then? Yeah, you know I mean? Maybe. But I mean, like, you don't, you don't get that at like, the Ritz or anything, do you? You know, like, <laughs> you don't why, is it, why is it going on here? <laughs> Hell. Yeah, you can watch that video, can't you, with that woman? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is really weird because yeah, yeah. Couldn't they? 
you needed the key to get into the water tank and then it was like i don't know there's lots of weird stuff about that that can't be explained easily yeah so i mean yeah, yeah. you need the key for the roof yeah so yeah. like i mean maybe the water tank was you don't need a I key but maybe. it probably do as well i reckon yeah yeah and that famous serial killer richard ramirez he is quite famous the night stalker he's called and he yeah. killed a lot of people how i mean obviously he's, he's going to be using a different alias but surely you've got like some photo of someone and it's the 1990s unless that was, oh, no, unless that was um that's it of geezer but still like before in the it was actually cool yeah was true. It? Pretty sure, but, probably yeah mate that is ridiculous that's a lot of people that's committing suicide yeah like jumping out the window while your husband's yeah. asleep like What's he done to deserve that? I mean, maybe that's part of the story we don't know, and that's why they've maybe, jumped. Yeah, but probably. at the same time, you know, like, just leave him. Life's too important to jump out a window, you know. Have you seen uh, American Horror Story? No. Okay. Because there's a series hotel, and I'm guessing this is, like, loosely based around this as well. Oh, okay. As yeah. long as another hotel, because there's a lot of murder there. So that's really weird, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I, just, I don't like the set. Like, what do you think? Do you think that's like paranormal stuff, or do you think it's just the thing is, right? Like, I don't want to say like it's all like an unlikely coincidence because like that just happens too often to be a coincidence. Yeah, like I, I reckon there's some sort of like, um, there's something that's making them do it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't just go to that hotel just to stay there it seems like you're going there to do something yeah i think yeah part of it is definitely that because i think i think a lot of the people who went knew they were going to kill themselves and like yeah but yeah so do you think it's like an evil spirit mate that's, that's cursing the whole place <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that but you can think whatever you want mate. <laughs> all right all right thanks mum <laughs> um but like i don't know it's, it's just weird isn't it it is weird, yeah. No one's denying no one's that. It's just fucking crazy. Like, I just, I don't know how to explain. Like, obviously, you can't explain it. Yeah, it's you just can't fucked. explain it, man. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's just mental. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's made up for the two shit stories, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Right, right, Chris. Okay. George. We're coming back to Britain. Oh, nice. Hometown. You know, hometown of Britain. England is my city. Chris, who do you think the most the serial killer with? I mean, uh, we're talking about serial killers, right? Have you heard of a man called Harold Shipman? Sorry, who? Harold Shipman. 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 Oh, ship. Shipman. I like Harold Shipman. Shipman. Sorry. Uh, no, I haven't. Also known as Doctor Death. Nice. I want I want you to guess how many people he killed. It's got to be like a thousand. No, okay, no. Oh, no? I think it's one of the highest in Britain, but... 500? No, less than that. 200? Yeah, pretty much. 218 people we killed. Fucking hell. That's a lot of people. That is a lot, yeah. Ridiculously a lot of people. And most of them were old people. Right, so... What a bitch. Like I said, he was a doctor. He's also a married a married family man who managed to squeeze in 218 credited murders, but 
he claims up to as many as 250 although they think up to as many as 250 Jesus well working as a, a GP that's pretty cool isn't it he began his spree in 1972 and it's believed to kill at least 71 patients while working at his first practice fucking hell fuck me you've got to be fucked. fucked in the end in the end yeah <laughs> well, obviously like I mean the thing but... is like already you being a doctor and killing someone I mean firstly you're going against your oath uh, you, <laughs> you sicko and then secondly you're fucking preying on the weak man the vulnerable you know those poor That's... weak old people well psychopaths mate are traditionally drawn to to roles of power which does include doctors fucking hell man that's why you find uh, more psychopaths in roles like doctors lawyers CEOs people like that mate do you know that oh yeah wow yeah there you go the thing is so, though yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. sorry you, you've been a psychopath like, and you've already got like you've already got the power being a CEO a doctor and all that like why go around killing people you, surely you do it when you've got nothing I guess, but it's just that power drive, isn't it? They want to control and dominate, Chris. Yeah. They want... Oh, also, later, it talks about he did it for financial gain, which He's a lot a of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. You don't get paid much as a doctor in the UK, though. Like, unless you specialise in something, you don't actually yeah, get that's paid true, that much. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, like I said, in 1998... A local undertaker and another doctor noticed an unusually high number of cremation certificates shipmen had signed off on. <laughs> Sorry, who? Shipman. Ah, shipman. He, he is a shipman, to be honest, isn't he? <laughs> See, he did that. Nice one. Yeah, oh my God. They noticed strikingly, striking similarities in the recently deceased patients themselves. The majority were elderly women who were found sitting up and fully clothed. Not in Jesus. bed as you would usually be in the case with the gravely ill. Despite these clues, his initial investigation was shoddily handled, allowing Shipman to kill three more times. Jesus. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get your fucking <laughs> shit together, will you? Your shit man together. And then the way he got caught was this woman, this lawyer, claimed that he killed his mum. Her mum, sorry. And then he also, she claimed that he tried to create a new will, naming him, like, giving him all the money and all, all the, you know, where she died. But like, how, so why, would, why would he think that would work? Like, I just a know. random doctor be given yeah. all... Yeah, yeah. My guy's retarded. No, my guy's stupid. <laughs> how does he, like, how do yeah. these people get away with this and then do stupid stuff like that? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It gets to the head, though. They think, I'm so sick, I'm never going to be caught. Fucking and then, hell. But he was only charged with 15 murders and was convicted and sentenced to life without parole in 2000, but he killed himself in 2004 and he never admitted to any of the killings. So there you Jesus. go. That's scary. That is pretty scary. You know, someone's supposed to trust. Mm. You put your life in their hands. Yeah, you know I, I mean, mean he's, I mean, he's obviously one of the uh, very few uh, the extremely oh, yeah, low yeah, few yeah. that would oh, do course, that yeah. so you can still sort of trust your local GP <laughs> but um, it's still fucked yeah yeah it is fucked proper proper scary, st- mate. scary stuff isn't it stinky stuff mate <laughs> God. and then what was it sorry so they were sitting upright fully clothed like that's when yeah. they're dead like 
it's yeah basically saying because a lot of these women were found sitting upright fully clothed and normally if you were going to die in your sleep or whatever as an old person you do it in bed yeah no. yeah so that's well they was like this is a bit weird so what it says it he basically what he did he injected them with higher levels of this drug mm. which killed them obviously yeah, I think he I don't know how they didn't catch him like sooner because yeah. if he was going round to all these people which I think he was he was going round to all these houses and he was injecting them and then they would die yeah like Surely literally you like... can put that to, I guess they're all like old people so they think well they it was only a matter of time but like what, come on yeah what are their kids going to be thinking about that yeah like oh my mum's just dying in her sleep yeah yeah no it's nothing really uh, yes, Surely very they weird, should have yeah. pushed well I mean they shouldn't they shouldn't need to but they I reckon like someone would have pushed harder and it didn't have shouldn't have taken yeah. a lawyer after 70 yeah. kills or 70 yeah. plus 70 plus yeah Jesus, yeah honestly man. yeah yeah, not me. It's so easy to question these things with hindsight, but oh, as well, okay. you... oh, oh, I think it's because most of these people had been cremated, and then the one woman who wasn't cremated, which was the mum of this lawyer, had an autopsy that revealed the high level of the drug. So maybe oh. so many of these women were cremated that they didn't have a chance to autopsy them because it looked like natural circumstances. Fuck me! Wow, man. That's scary stuff. <laughs> bit naughty, isn't it? Bit, a bit inhumane, I think. Yeah, we could uh, say. That's an inside <laughs> joke, people, but um, uh, it's a terrible inside joke. Um, it's not. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Someone was describing someone that's beyond inhumane but um said i don't think it's that bad it's just inhumane yeah that was the definition of that person do you want to to tell him that he was talking about no we'll leave it at that (laughs) someone awful in the news recently oh oh that okay yeah no it's about jeffrey epstein yeah 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 and they described um his actions (laughs) as just inhumane (laughs) nothing too bad (laughs) Bit naughty boy, isn't he? Right, come on. But little pound right. wrist, you little bagger. Now, um, going back to like sort of murders and stuff, and yeah. I only just find it out. Have you seen yeah. sort of <laughs> seen somewhat recently like that person who got away with like raping loaded like teenagers, um, mm-hmm. and he's finally been caught. Like he did it. I think he used to be a police officer or something. But uh, I, I can't mm, remember his name. No, I don't think so. He's Is like some he's some old bloke, yeah. It's like he's only now oh, just um, been. He's talking about the American bloke. Yeah, he's like he's in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, for his, um, his, um... Oh, he was uh, the original Night Stalker. Was it? What, the original Night Stalker. That is literally his OG name. Night Stalker. That's him, isn't it? Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, oh fuck it. I think it is. Basically, if, if that's the one you're talking about, yeah. Yes, it's a bald bloke. Um, yeah, that's it. And he's like, got a bit of a jowly face. Yeah. He kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm he's to... the original Night... If you're talking about the same person, his name was the original Night Stalker. And what he did, he went around houses in the 70s, I think 70s, 60s, oh, 70s, 80s. Yeah, Joseph James D'Angelo. Yeah. It's a yeah, police yeah. officer. 
Oh, yeah, that's was. right. He was a police officer at the time. And then he went around these houses, he broke into them, and he tied the women up, and then he, he raped a lot of them. And he killed, like, 14, maybe? Yeah, 13 murders, 50 oh, rapes, 120 yeah, burglaries. Yeah. Fuck me. All between 73 and 86. Yeah. That's and, mate, mate, when he started in 73, that's when he married his wife. I did I guess marriage means nothing to them, did it? Obviously, if they can uh, rape and murder, like, marriage means literally nothing. Jesus Christ! Yeah, man. yeah. I remember. Like, I think this is a spite. He used to put like plates on the women's backs or the man's backs. So while he was doing something, if he heard the plates break, even though they moved. Right. Yeah, and what he used to do is use these all special knots to like show off to the to the police that was hunting him, and he was the policeman. Yeah, like literally, like how yeah. did they not realise? Like they've got a picture of someone describing him drawn, and they've yeah. literally, like I've just seen this Google image. It's literally right next to it, and you can literally tell. You're like, if I'm in the police force and I've seen this, I'm literally <laughs> staring at it. I'd be like, oh, that's it, Joseph, mate. What? Why is it? Oh no, no yeah. reason, mate. No reason. <laughs> No oh, reason. That's weird, though. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. just like, oh. it looks really familiar to you. <laughs> and this, this geezer, he, he does it in this state. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what's up with that, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, do you know what's going on with that? Nah, sorry, mate. Nah. Cool. Nah. Nah, nah, right, Forget mate. about it, yeah. I guess, mate, maybe that is it. Maybe influenced it. You never know. And the, the crazy stuff is, he got caught, like, now. He got caught recently, like, in the yeah, last yeah, few yeah. years. It's because... Um, it was like one of those ancestry DNA things, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think basically, I think something like that. If I'm not mistaken, like someone, one, either one of the victims or someone, did it, connected it, and then they found him through that. That wow, is stupid. Fuck it now. And now he's an old man in prison, mate. Good, to be honest. But yeah, yeah I mean, did but, you see him in like the um, the courtroom when they're like. Did you uh, rape 13, uh, or did you rape 50 uh, teenage girls? He's like, guilty? It's like, yeah, you fucking are. No, I haven't. No, I didn't. Dickhead blood. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking little pussy. Yeah. Well, once again, that's the technology, isn't it? Even in the 70s, he was doing stuff, and now they call him. Yeah, mate. Crazy. Good. I mean, good, but... Yeah, mate. Mate, I'll tell you, you can see a lot of... um, like serial killer stuff if you go on unresolved.me alright no there's a lot though like literally pages and pages like I'm just looking now like one about the Zodiac again and he's just like just remember this bit where he was saying that he wanted to speak to this uh, famous TV presenter Mm. and um, they then set up a phone call with him and he's just there like this is the Zodiac speaking and they're Mm. like hello Zodiac Is is that you um what what what's going on, man? Like, it's just stupid. Like, I think it was. It is weird, isn't it? It's just uh, crazy. Yeah, man. What's out there, man? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. God, hit us with something, Chris. We, we need something to bring us up. Bring us up. Oh, this is Halloween special, man. We ain't coming Sorry. up from here. I want to get even deeper, Chris. I want to go okay. dark with it. Come on. What you got? What you got? You got a spooky story for me? Um, you know what, mate? You know what? Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Go on. This one. All right. The plane ride that never ends. 
Okay, oh, so God. I mean, already this one, it's just. Uh, I don't know if I want to read it. I don't think this is real. <laughs> it it starts it? off with, I've been flying for almost 30 hours. I mean. It's. Uh, it's like, what, uh, where are you going that's flying? <laughs> you're on a plane for 30 hours. Fucking Mars. Do you want to read it or not? <laughs> I don't. Um, Have we got another one? I've got, I got another one. A home Go invader on. tries every house in the cul-de-sac. Okay. Right. Told this story to my... Uh, yeah, told this story of my parents' old house when I was living with them before college. I live in a small cul-de-sac in the middle of nowhere. The next nearest neighbourhood is over four miles away. One night a few years ago, we got over a foot and a half of snow overnight, so mm. far from main roads and on... the the weekend, I knew our roads would be remain unploughed for quite some time. Already, I mean, Graham's lot of looking... snow in these stories. Yeah, yeah. a lot of snow. Know. I don't know if they think that's like spooky or something, but maybe no. <laughs> I went to my outback deck door to look at the snow draped trees and the still heavily falling flurries, and take some pictures. When I noticed footprints leading to my door, then turning around and leaving. That's pretty fucked. That's scary. That is scary. <laughs> I looked and saw that they came from my neighbour's side. I thought that one of their more delinquent kids played a joke as by as my sledding tube on the railing was popped. Um, you know, so firstly, you think it's a little kid. Like, this is a man-sized shoe, you know? Yeah. He's a brain, mate. I decided I'd wait till later as it was early to call their parents. I went on Facebook and after scrolling for a bit, I noticed one of my neighbours closer to the entrance posted, did, someone's, did someone knock for me or something at my back door? I didn't post that on Facebook. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I immediately okay, called I her, uh, talked and told her I have an idea. What? <laughs> you have an idea? What idea have you got? All right, okay. <laughs> I called the first house on the entrance and told him what was going on. He went and checked, and sure enough, they were there too. Everyone started calling everyone else. I called the family at the far end, and they told me there was none there. Then I got a call from my next-door neighbour. She called the woman that lives next to the end house. She said that there were footprints that led to her door, but none led away. Well, she's dead. Yeah, Uh, goodbye. we, We already called the police by this point, but... Now we called them back and said that it's an emergency. I mean, the grammar in this one's shit, but now we called them back to say it's an emergency now. Um, they told us the roads are still all unploughed and they can't send a plough truck to clear the way as they are privately owned. Co- guys, 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 guys. Come this on. is a murder that's about to go down and you can't yeah. send a plough truck or just some officer in, 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 to the vicinity. Come on. Fucking run through it. Yeah. <laughs> the woman was losing it, so one of the husband's huge bear of a man nice, hot, hot stuff. <laughs> across the road from her texted her to say he was coming over to invite to invite her over. Nice. But what yeah, okay, first of all, why didn't they do that first of all? Why didn't they yeah, why didn't they Why didn't they all go over and go, get out of here or we're all here, let's quickly search the house. Yeah, or like yeah, all go to one house, job done. No yeah. one could die then. I Literally, mean yeah, you might yeah. lose your shit at one of them, but you're all still alive. Uh, he came and she left. We put up one guy's live feed motion recording hunting cameras. Jesus, that's a lot of words, mate. Right, okay. Facing uh, hang on. All... 
Facing all exits, nothing came out. Around 7pm, a plough truck came as well. I thought they couldn't get it out. (laughs) Sounds lying, mate. Uh, Around 7pm, a plough truck came as well as three cop cars. The couple she was staying with and and her went to her (laughs) house. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The couple she was staying with and her went to her house and stood in the doorway as the police searched. They found nothing. She begged them to keep keep looking, so they did. Two of the cops went into the basement again. This time, only one came up. He took her to the side room, and we could hear hysterical crying. By now, we we are all out of there. Me and a few of the other guys started towards the door when several police confronted us. They told us they found someone hiding under a cover opening in the stairwell that she didn't even know existed. A few minutes later, a scruffy man screaming and kicking came out in cuffs and was led away. Wait, sorry, wait. Let me just read that again. <laughs> they told us they found someone hiding under a cover op- a cover opening in the stairwell that she didn't know existed. So, it's, okay, this is the scruffy man. I thought it was uh, someone else, sorry. Okay. In his little camp... In his little camp out, they found blankets she just cleaned and put away in the room next to hers. She stayed in... Jesus Christ, man. What is this? <laughs> in the room next to hers, she stayed in other people's houses for a long time before going back... Even then, she wouldn't stay alone. She sold the house the next summer. Right. He turned out to be a thrill-seeking junkie who was on probation for assault against a family member. The cops told us that they feel like he didn't want to stay at his apartment after a fight with his roommate and drove off in his roommate's car from the county over and got stuck in an unplanned throat. Jeez, that sentence went on for a while. Fucking hell. And, and that is why you always make sure you lock your door. Once what? again. Oh, crap. Just story. lock your doors. Just lock your doors, man. Yeah, but that, like well, that was crap. Like, that was crap, yeah. Also, the guy has a high-tech hunting camera thing. That means he's got guns. Likelihood, they've all got guns. Just yeah, get no, guns definitely. Yeah. Just look yourself. Just yeah, get prepared. Man. Just be together. Fuck oh, me. Ah. Oh. All that could have been sold before it all began if someone had plowed the roads, mate. Yeah, mate. Okay, so we've got another story that we're going to share now. Um, this time, George is going to be a sort of narrator and another character. I'm going to be um, a character. <sighs> Here we go. I've been flying for almost 30 hours and the flight attendants won't stop crying. Sorry, yeah, also, um, that, that's good, uh, That's good. but that, this is a story I said that I wasn't going to read, we're going to read it now. We're going to read it now. <laughs> it just seems okay. like it'll be quite funny. 30 hours ago, I hopped on a late-night flight from New York heading to Los Angeles. After boarding, I saw that I had an entire row to myself. Takeoff passed without incident, as soon as I was stretched out for a nap across the road. I sat for a few hours, I don't know how long, but I woke up to some severe turbulence. It's possible that the lights in the cabin went out for a moment, but I was so disorientated that it's hard to say. I checked my phone to see that it was 4.03am, which I figured gave me about an hour until we landed. When I looked out my window, I was, I was shocked to see nothing but wide open ocean. My jaw dropped. There's obviously no ocean between New York and Los Angeles, obviously. <laughs> I hit the button to call a flight attendant and spent the next few minutes racking 
racking my brain for a lake that could have been possibly big enough to explain what I was seeing. I jumped when the attendant flipped off the light. She was grinning ear from ear to ear, and tears were pouring down her cheeks. How can I help you, sir? She asked. I froze for a moment at her reaction before deciding to just ask my question. Where are we? Why does it look like we're fine over an ocean? She wiped her cheeks to clear the tears, still grinning wildly. Sir, we'll be landing in about an hour. I, uh, okay, thank you, I said. After she left, I checked the clock on my phone again. 4.03 a.m. blinked back at me. It hadn't changed. I had to have been waiting with... I had to have been waiting with my call light on for at least five minutes. How is it possible that it hadn't changed at all? I opened up my laptop and saw it too displayed 4.03am. I pulled out my phone, decided to stop watching the app and spent the next two hours looking back and forth between the clocks, waiting for them to change. What are you laughing at? How does my man sit there for two hours and not just think... Two okay, hours? When yeah, the clocks are fucked, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can do it for five minutes. <laughs> he's already, yeah, he's already realised if after five minutes that he's fucked. Jesus, and right. he's supposed to be landing in an hour. Anyway, yeah. wait for them to change. They never did. I tapped the shoulder of an older woman sitting in the row ahead of me. She looked back with an annoyed expression across her face. Yes? She asked. Uh, do you know how long we have until we land? I asked. She narrowed her eyes. That flight attendant said it would be about another hour. Attendant, we talked almost two hours ago. Can you repeat that, please, mate? Sorry. I shook my head in confusion. That flight attendant, we talked almost two hours ago. We should have landed already. She stared at me as if I was crazy. I was going to continue trying to convince her, but I felt a hand on my shoulder. I spun to see a male flight attendant grinning down at me, tears pinging off his cheeks onto my shoulder. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down or I'll be calling the captain. I told him that wouldn't be necessary and sat, and sat back. He removed his hand and stepped away. The flight attendant continued to stop by every few hours offering meals. My stopwatch continued to tick up, tick up and now is telling me that I've been on this plane for more than 30 hours. Gee, no, no, no. Sorry. What? How do you what? sit there for 30 hours and not realise or think how bored you are or just <laughs> how much of a strange situation this is? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I've explored all of coach and tried talking to some of the other passengers, but they've all told me they're expecting to land in an hour or so. Jesus Christ. Around three hours ago, I tried getting into first class. Sorry. Cheeky bastard. Uh, I made it past the curtain, but was escorted back by two grinning flight attendants. They gripped my arm. My arms were like iron. Sir, the seatbelt sign is on. One said. Please remain in your seat with your buckle fast and we'll be landing in about an hour. I just about given up hope when a woman came down the aisle dressed in a business suit. She didn't look at me or slow down, but she dropped a piece of paper onto my tray as she made her way to the bathrooms at the back of the plane. I shut a look around before unrolling it. It said, Are you stuck too? I pulled out my pen and wrote, Yes, it's been 30 hours. <laughs> I folded the scrap of paper up and set it on the tray closest to the aisle. She left the bathroom and picked it up as she passed. It's been 20 minutes since then. I don't know why, but I don't think the flight attendants would like it if they knew we were talking. It doesn't matter. I have to do something. I'll update you all with whatever happens next. 
That's a bit dead. Where's the... That was shit. What? Oh, bagger. <laughs> what? There's just so many questions with this. The site is freaking so... out. Yeah. Big and also, time. 30 hours is a fucking long time. It's a very long time. How? Very long time. How have you sat through that? Like, it's painful sitting through, like, a 12-hour flight, <laughs> let alone fucking 30 hours. Jesus. And every... Oh, sorry, it's mate. crazy. You're going to get Sorry, me. did it cut out? Everyone around you is crazy. Yeah. The flight attendants are all crying, smiling. <sighs> also, there's no, like, proper punchline at the end. Mm. Do you I, think... I was expecting them... Go on. I was gonna say, do you not think like during those thirty hours you've not asked more questions like yeah. sorry, why the fuck yeah, are you crying? Yeah. Like it's so like, why are you crying? Why are you smiling? You said it's been an hour, it's been three. What's yeah, going I'm on? I'm complaining to fucking United Airlines, I've had enough of this shit. Uh, you're all gonna yeah. get fucking fired because I've not got any good service here. You've passed my fucking mill, right? But you've not, you keep yeah. telling me I'm gonna land an hour. You shouldn't actually be doing that because, like, you know, if we're gonna land an hour, you'll give me a fucking mill, right? You've then got to clean that up within the hour, all right? Fucking idiots. Uh, that is that is bad. Let's hope um we've got some better stories. Like just yeah, a couple so. more I think and then uh, yeah. hopefully that'll be very spooky enough right. for you. <laughs> What's she doing? Another story. Oh. Um I just want like a good story now. I really want really... a really good story. Mm. Yeah. Really sounds tangled down your spine. You know, like, I want I want to try and find something that's that's different, better. Yeah, really. Eleven best ghost stories. Come on. Fuck! I've already had this one open. Um, I won't read that one. Ten true ghost stories. That's fuck. That's what culture. <laughs> Shit. Good. I'm just playing a what culture bit. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, fifteen creepy haunted house stories. All right, George. George, man. Yep. Come on, mate. The I Lemp be Mansion in St. Louis, Missouri. Starting strong with a very scary house, the Lemp Mansion in St. Louis, which is known to be one of the most haunted places in America due to a tragic history. The 33-room mm. home was built in the 1860s by William Lemp, a successful brewery owner who kill, who ended up killing himself in 1904 after the youngest of his four sons, Frederick, died. Mm-hmm. A few years later, his wife also died of cancer in the house. Then, in 1922, William Lemp Jr. shot himself in the same room Sir William Sr. killed himself. Ah, it's a bit, I just feel like someone has a bit of coincidence, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, as if that weren't enough tragedy for one place, in 1949, Charles Lemp, William's third son, shot his dog in the what? Right. Uh, right, <laughs> shot okay. his dog in the basement of the home and then killed himself in his room. Okay, yeah, coincidence has gone out the window at this point. That's fucked. Um, <laughs> that same year, the house was sold and transformed into a boarding house where reports of hauntings began. According to Destination America, witnesses have experienced burning sensations and slamming doors. Today, the Lemp Mansion is a restaurant and inn and <coughs> that also holds events. On Sunday night, the inn hosts a murder mystery dinner. But uh-huh. now, I'm not booking for that hotel. So that, so that was never there, wasn't it? 
No, <laughs> well, no well, you can book now if you want. Um, right, okay. Got, I've got another one, uh, the Gene Harlow yeah. House. Right, let's talk about that one quickly. Yeah, go on, let's go back to it, yeah, yeah. don't know, is this some people committed suicide? Yeah, the thing is, I mean, it just seems like dodgy people. Yeah, it seems like people who were going through a hard time mm. have all had massive trauma in their life. I mean, except like, from the, the kids. Charles, mate, except from Charles killing his dog in the basement. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Unless, like, I mean... But all, unless... all of the kids, first of all, all the kids mm. lost their mum and dad. Yeah. That's traumatic. Yeah. That's going to mess you up. That's pretty why they killed themselves. Yeah, and also, um, unless the, like, like, unless the dog was going to be put down anyway, like it's in like the eighteen seventies, eight, oh yeah, yeah, nineteen hundreds, like early nineteen hundreds. So, I reckon like it, it doesn't explain much about it, but I reckon it could be maybe something close to that. Yeah, and if he was going to kill himself, he was like, "Well, no, I was going to look after this dog now." Yeah, I guess all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he didn't care, but you know, but oh, whatever. Yeah, mm. I don't know. That one's not that spooky, not, but... Come, mate, you got another just, one for me. Yeah, you got mate, we got the Gene Carlo House in Los oh, Angeles, God. California. Oh, God. Come on, Chris. Los Angeles is one of the best destinations for haunted house hunting, and this Bavarian-style home in Beverly oh, yeah. Hills has a particularly gruesome history. It better be fucking gruesome. Yep. In 1932... Oh, you know it? Yeah, I looked at it earlier, but it's the same, mate. It's quite oh, cool. okay. It, ha- it was home to the iconic actress Jean Harlow and her abusive husband Paul Byrne who shot himself in the head while standing in front of the mirror. Their butler discovered him and called MGM instead of the police. Yeah. So there were yeah. tons of rumours that it wasn't actually suicide. Many suspected Byrne's ex-girlfriend a suspicion exacerbated by her jumping off a boat to her death a couple of days later Gene moved out after his death but died only a few years later at the age of 26. But wait, it gets creepier. In 1963, celebrity hairstylist Jay Sebring bought the home and lived there with his girlfriend, Sharon Tate, until she had left him for Roman Polanski. They were still friends and remained so until both of them were murdered by the Charles Manson cult. Tate was the same age as Harlow when she passed. Okay. Uh, but back to when the couple lived in the Harlow house, Tate told several friends of creepy occurrences in the home and even mentioned it in interviews. For example, once when she was sleeping in the master bedroom alone, she saw a creepy little man. A fr- right. Uh, a friend say she had uh, done a double she there, she, she, uh, believed it to be Paul Byrne's ghost. She was so freaked out when she saw the alleged ghost that she ran out of the room and then saw a hanging shadowy corpse which its throats, with its throat slit in the hallway. There are also stories about two other people dying in the swimming pool over the years. The thing is with like ghosts and shit. Okay. Like, how, how legitimate is that? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you, no, no, but they can say anything. Yeah, no, they can. Like, they can be like, I saw a spooky face. Did you? Yeah. Like, what's to say? Like, there's not any mention of someone being hanged in that house. So yeah, exactly. Also, or having said their throat, throat slit as well. And he yeah. shot himself. Mm. Apparently. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and also her being the same age, nah. Discoincidence mm. that is. You know, they're young actresses in Hollywood. Yeah. It just happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, once upon a time. Yeah. Though. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that spooky for me, mate, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. They did say this is uh, one of the best destinations for haunted house hunting. Um nah. shit. Not really. Yeah. Ah. Nice. Disappointed. <laughs> do you want to hear about a, a murderer or not? Yeah, go on, mate. Right, Chris. Have you heard of the movie Psycho? Psycho. Yeah, I think I've heard of it. They're very famous. Have you heard of the movie Science of the Lambs? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I heard of the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the man, Chris, that inspired all of their movies. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he was an abused child of an alcoholic father and a puritanical and domineering mother who instilled in her son a pathological fear of both women and sex. Joaquin Phoenix? No, I meant in Joker. Like, it's, it's Joker. What? <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix in Joker? What? Was like, you know, what? Joker? Yeah. Yeah, like this, like his character, like what's the character's name? Arthur Fleck. Arthur Arthur Fleck. No, his name's Ed Gein. Ah. Oh. When his father, brother, and mother died within a five-year period, he was left alone at the family farm, where he eventually cordoned off parts of the house, turning it into a shrine of sorts to his mother. Thirteen years later, local police arrived at the farm, following up on a tip regarding missing hardware store owner Bernice Warden. They discovered Warden's headless corpse hanging upside down from the rafters. Their search of the property revealed a hall of horrors that included human body parts turned into household items, such as chairs, bowls, faces used as wall hangings, and a vest made up of a human torso. Many of the gruesome items were from an already dead bodies that Gein had stolen from their graves. He had murdered one other woman in addition to Warden. He claimed, he claimed that he was using their body parts to assemble a new version of his beloved mother. Oh, fucking hell. He was diagnosed with schizophrenia and declared unfit for trial. A decade later, he was convicted of one of the murders, but he was declared insane at the time of the crime. He spent the rest of his life in a mental hospital. That's the sum of his... Yeah, most of the famous stuff is about making furniture out of people. That's crazy. Yeah, that's... Um... That vest made up of a human torso. Fuck me. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, it's Jesus. like those um those weird sort of like torture methods, you know. It's all just like fucked. You're like, how, why did you do yeah, that? Yeah, how yeah. did you do that? And imagine yeah. being that person, you know. It was exactly, mate. It's, it's all fucked. Yeah, yeah, mate. No words for it. It's fucked. <laughs> like it's oh that 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 um that one where you peel off all the skin uh, up to the, like up to their heads. Like, uh, yes. It's just nah. not what you want in your sandwiches, is it? It's not. <laughs> it isn't, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's so many facts about people in this world, mate. You know, I think um, what we've learnt from this mostly is that the world's pretty fucked. Yeah. And also that, um, you know, Halloween is a very spooky time. Very spooky. And, you know, you, you, you learn a lot of things about spooky occurrences, but it doesn't really affect you. No. 
he read a lot of shit stories on the internet. Mm. Oh, that was scary. Yeah, like, we'll, do, we'll do we'll do one more, right? Just on. to Have you wrap got one? it up. I've got this. This one's um, meant to be a true story. I think it's okay. wrong place at the wrong time. In 1992, a 16-year-old Japanese foreign exchange student in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, paid the ultimate price after accidentally ringing the wrong doorbell on his way home to a Halloween party. Reports... uh, Okay, uh, Yoshiro Hattori had been unfamiliar with the neighbourhood when he and a friend arrived at, uh, at the home of Rodney Pierce, a nearby neighbour who opened the door armed with a forty-four Magnum revolver. <laughs> Although Hattori allegedly said, we're here for the party, Pierce claimed he feared for his life and ordered the student to freeze. Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. <laughs> when Hattori misunderstood the command and kept approaching, Pierce <laughs> shot him. After being questioned, right. the perpetrator was arrested but later acquitted of manslaughter. It's unknown what kind of Halloween costume Hattori wore to warrant such a reaction. That is the wrong place at the wrong time, but... Right, yeah, that is. Well, no, we'll do... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. We'll do one more as well. Um, Go on. That's like... Oh, sorry, sorry, like... Hattori, mate, what are you doing? What are you doing, mate? He's got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come Party on. this way, boys, please. Yeah, he's got a gun. Like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, we got uh, a deadly finale mm. on Halloween 1963 the Indiana State Fair held holidays on ice skating exhibition for a crowd of hundreds the grand finale was not what anyone had expected unbeknownst to organisers at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum propane gas had been leaking from a nearby tank into the poorly oh, ventilated room during a final act called Mardi Gras, the propane gas caught fire, leading to a horrific explosion that propelled onlookers from their chair. Jesus Christ. The death, took, the death toll was 74, and Bloody 400 hell. additional people were injured. Jesus. Wow. Fuck me. That's a mistake, that is. Just that, that bit, the explosion uh, that propelled onlookers from the t- that bit. Um... Made you laugh. No, well, not laugh, but uh, surprised. Surprised. I'm just like, I'm imagining. Um, no, nah, they're just flying in the air, mate. Hundreds of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's got to work. Okay, but... Yeah, yeah. You think so? <laughs> That's not good. You know. That me, mate. Jesus Christ. Yeah, these true stories are actually alright. You know. They are. They're quite. They're gone. Uh, George, mate. I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you one, mate. All right. What's it called? Well, I mean, so you can uh, you can read any one, mate. A prank gone wrong, vanished without a trace. Uh, a murder predicted by a serial killer. I think that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, that's that? a bit further down, mate. Right. Mm. Right. Oh, Which one is it? Did you want to check? Murder predicted by a serial killer. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's David Berkowitz. <laughs> right. A murder predicted by a serial killer. David Berkowitz became infamous in the 1970s as the son of Sam's serial killer. Not many people know that he could also predict the future. Or sort of. Berkowitz was incarcerated when 39-year-old 
Ronald Sisbon, a 20-year-old Elizabeth Platzman, were beaten and shot to death in their Manhattan home in the early morning hours of Halloween in 1981, reports the New York Times. A fellow prisoner claimed that the son of Sam had previously told him that a cult was planning to carry out just such a massacre. Berkowitz was allegedly even able to describe the victim's apartment to the T, but police didn't have enough evidence to charge him with involvement with the murders, which remained unsolved. Wait, what? So, he... Right. That is ridiculous. Police, yeah. mate, what are you playing at? <laughs> Jesus, but man. Wasn't he in prison when it happened? Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know the full story. Oh, no, that's what I thought they said in the story. Oh, did they? Yeah, I thought, oh, that's weird. I had heard that he was to do with a cult. A cult. I don't know how true that was, though. Mate. That's weird, isn't it? Like, like, you know, I ain't got nothing against policemen. But come on, guys. Here's your noggin. That's it, mate. Can't Here's your it. noggin, will you? All right, George, <sighs> mate. We'll, we'll just yeah. do, we'll do one more. We'll, we'll, do, one. we'll do one more. We'll do one more. That's, that's it. Uh, okay. Uh, what should I do? Don't lose your head or a missing tot? Don't lose your head. All right. People thinking dead bodies are Halloween decorations seems to be a gruesome trend in these Halloween stories. However, in 2017, the opposite actually happened. In mid-September, police in Greene County, Tennessee, received a panicked phone call from a man who believed there was a beheaded corpse in his neighbour's driveway. Police arrived on the scene only to find that the owner of the home had actually just put out his creepy Halloween displays a little early. Do not call 911 reporting a dead body. Wait. Uh, reporting a dead body, the police department's Facebook page wrote, instead, congratulate the homeowner on a great display. Right. Uh, we'll go on to a missing top. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, on Halloween day in 1955, Marilyn Damon went to a food fair on Long Island to do some shopping. She brought her children, two year old Stephen and seven month old Pamela, with her telling Stephen to be good and watch his little sister. She left the children outside while she went into the store. That's just retarded. That's stupid. That is stupid. That is stupid. <sighs> she returned 10 minutes later to find that her children had disappeared, stroller and all. Pamela's baby stroller, with the unarmed seven-month-old inside, was found a short distance away, but Long Island police were never able to locate Stephen. What <sighs> happened to him remains a mystery. That's just stupid. Come on. Why can't you bring him in the shop? There's no reason. And if you can't do it, don't go in the shop. Yeah, it's not that urgent then. What the hell? Mate. Why can't, what store you... Doors, uh, what's your kids? It's not hard. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come Maybe on. Maybe I'm a bit of a but... Right, here's one. It's called Next Time Goes a Ghost. Okay. Sometimes a costume is just too good. In 2012... Sorry. A nine-year-old wearing a black outfit and a black hat with a white tassel was mistaken for a skunk by a relative and shot. The girl survived. <laughs> She's alive, but me. Okay, so this is what we've learned: lock your doors, look after your kids, don't be too realistic for dressing up. Yeah. Like Halloween. Oh Jesus, God. man! It's just stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. If I've got, you know, one thing that I want to say to uh, 
all you Halloween <laughs> goers out there. Knock it off, all right? Stay Knock safe out there. Carry on. Sorry, carry on. No, I can't say that. Actually. <laughs> so, do you actually like? Do you celebrate Halloween? Probably no, since the beginning. Not. Like, of course not. No, of course not. <laughs> no, sorry, I don't know. Like, not, not anymore. Not really. Yeah, Mark did, did a Mark did a pumpkin. Bit, of, bit of a laugh, but that's it. Really, I've sliced my thumb off. What? What? You never been trick or treating? No, uh, well, maybe not when I was really young, but I can't remember ever going. I can't believe you, mate. What do you mean? I used to do it. It was fun. Getting sweets for nothing. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Not just really. going out no. in the cold, mate, just to get some sweets. Yeah, also, half of my shit, though, so... Oh, bloody hell. Jesus I can't believe you've never really celebrated it. When did you stop? Wait, what? When did you stop trick-or-treating? When did I stop? Well, I never really yeah. recall going. Ah. Oh. So if I did, really? it would have been when I was really young. Really? Mate, actually, I feel like actually, I remember one, but I, I must have been quite young. Like, I'm probably saying out, like six, mate. mate. You've been missing out. Mate, that. <laughs> ain't that bad, just getting some naff sweets when, like, you know, yeah, knocking but it's on tight stores. Getting all spooky, putting out your decorations costumes. Oh, yeah, of course not, but. It's fun. Yeah, well, you know, like, well, what's fun when they're like, who the fuck are you meant to be? And you're like, I'm a Power Ranger, can't you tell? No. No, no not just on Power Rangers. We're not American. <laughs> what? We dress up as something spooky, mate. That's what we dress up as. Oh, what do you dress up as? That's what they do in America, mate. That's what they do in America. They dress up as anything. Well, what do you, you dress do up as, mate? Oh, you know, spooky little ghost, spooky <laughs> little vampire, <laughs> cheeky little bugger, <laughs> little werewolf. I just not the You knock on your door, give them your charm, mate, and they give you a bit extra. What? No, like a few extra. Do you knock on the door, like give them the George yeah. Allen charm, mate, and they give you a few extra points? <laughs> Never had any of that as a kid. Oh, just hold, hold my bag out and be like, trick or treat. <laughs> that's it, mate. That's it, that's it. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Good day. Bye bye. That's it, that's it, yeah. Yeah, but we don't really celebrate in this country anymore. No, well, you're not meant no, to this year anyway. I don't see anyway. a lot. Yeah, of course not, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I mean, you never really see him come down your street, or if you do, no, it's not one yeah, or two. Yeah, in the past few years, no, no one has knocked on our doors, so it's a bit weird. And then even if they do, um, you hide under the stairs or something. Yeah, you just... We're not in. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I just heard it now, we're not in. Fuck off. Yeah. Pretty much for that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no sweets well none for you yeah that's the best bit when no one knocks and you can see the sweets <laughs> that's what I mean to it. I don't need to go knocking on people's doors well, yeah mate. I don't do it now yeah alright oh. what about mate if you had like a couple of bevies mate would you go do it now no it'd just be a bit weird <laughs> but what if you're like you know, completely intoxicated would you do it now if I was really <laughs> bad, then <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, but, like, I'm just too old. I'm too old. It's embarrassing. Yeah, no, fair play, fair play, mate. Yeah, oh dear. Where are we going? I think we're, we're we going home, mate. We're going home. We're going off topic. Here we go. Let's wrap it up. Sounds good to me, mate. Sounds good to me. Right. Do you want to do it? Well, do you want to do it? <laughs> All right, then. Uh-huh.
So thank you for listening to this Halloween special, the Tentality Podcast. We hope we hope you're a bit spookened. We hope you had a bit of a laugh. Is that a word? A bit creep. I don't know. Don't know. Done it. Done it. Done it now. Hope you've been a bit spooked. You had a bit of a laugh. Yeah, nice time. That's what that's what's really important, isn't it, Chris? At this Mm. Halloween time. Have a good time. Mm. Spend it well. Exactly. Once a year. (laughs) Yeah. That's your key to say exactly again. What? You said exactly twice. I wanted the three. Did I? Exactly. Lovely. Exactly. That's oh, it. That's yeah, you know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. Mm. I hope you learned some things. I hope maybe some bit creature out, and you had a laugh. Is there anything you want to say? No. Yeah. You, you said it all. Really. Uh, if you want to send us any emails, uh, be sure to do so. Uh, at tentalityrequests at gmail.com that is tentalityrequests at gmail.com we hope you've enjoyed season 2 so far Uh, we've got more exciting things on the way and uh, don't worry we ain't stopping anytime soon eh? nope no we're not we're back on it Chris back on consistency Mm. back on schedule you're goddamn right well so that's (laughs) it from us then thank you for listening I'll see you later See you later, everyone. Take care. Wowee. Zooey nice. mama. Oh, God. That story's been we... naff. Yeah. We're <laughs> off at the end again. <laughs> uh, well, no. <laughs> it's all right. Still on topic. <laughs>